This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Can Jake Browning build from Monday's success? Yeah, sure. Well, Bill doesn't perform better than that. No, Bill doesn't continue to stack great performances and uh, build up a resume that gets him paid somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he can build upon it as in just learn, get better and keep showing that he is a better quarterback than a lot of people think. But if, if build means like, can he do what he did, but even better, like build up from there? No, probably not. That's, that might be the peak game he ever has to be honest, but hopefully not. That'd be cool. I keep seeing these performances, man. I'm, I'm sign me up for him having this magical run in the next five games and then getting into the playoffs. I'm all about that because Nick Foles run. Yeah. A lot of people comparing it to a Nick Foles run. I know it's only one game. So we'll see what that looks like. Because we had talked about it when Jake Browning was getting his first start, and probably even after the Steelers game, that this offense just functions with Joe Burrow. And if Joe's out, doesn't really function that much. Jake Browning had a almost perfect performance, a few drops, and it was almost everything was completed on Monday Night Football, which is absolutely insane against a really good team in Jacksonville. And that was awesome. And this offense was so fun in that game. 34 points and obviously went into overtime with the walk-off. But I I just don't I don't know what that looks like the rest of the season. I'd love to be surprised. And for Jake Browning, a guy who um, I root for people who have been on practice squads or the backup quarterback position to go get paid and see success somewhere else. If you look around the league right now, there's some bad quarterback play. There's some uh, obviously a lot of injuries happening, but also in the backup quarterback room, a lot of people wanted the Cincinnati Bengals to invest in that room. If you look around the league, I don't really think there was a lot of higher, better options, to be completely honest, if you look at it right now. No, but they're probably facing one this week. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a reason that the Colts are 7-5 and five right now, despite the injury to their rookie quarterback. Um, and I would credit him for – and honestly, they should have beat the Browns in an absolutely silly ending. And they um, beat the Ravens. Yeah, no, it's true. It's People it's forget. yeah, no, it should be a tough battle. And there's a reason that they're seven and five. They didn't just get lucky. Like I said before, they should honestly be eight and four on the season, to be honest. Uh, but uh we'll go ahead and get to the next Twitter question. What do the Colts do best? 
Um, <laughs> I haven't looked too hard at this. I haven't, I haven't dove too far into the. I haven't watched the Colts in years. Short week. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean. They're eighth in points per game, but then when you look at DVOA, the advanced stats say that their defense is better than their offense, even though it allows the 27th most points in the in the league. Um, from like quick look, I think, I mean, they're pretty good at both run and pass. They sustain drives. They play fast. I know all those things. I know that they've got some downfield guys. I'm yeah. thinking the offense here at first uh, is just they've run the ball pretty well all year. They can pass the ball a little bit with Minshew. They've got a good play caller in Shane Steichen. Seems like he's been a good hire so far. Mm-hmm. So the offense feels feels like they don't do anything at an elite level, but it's a lot of solid all around. On the defensive side, yeah, the the interior defense we mentioned a few times. It's 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 good. Forrest Buckner and Grover Stewart's coming back. That's that's a nasty mm-hmm. one-two combo. And even like I mentioned, even the outside guys, I, I kind of like some of them. So I, I think their front defensively is pretty strong, but they haven't taken advantage of on the ground too, though. So we'll see. I'm a little worried about pass rushing from there, though. Um, I do want to say that Buckner went from full yesterday to now he's limited. So that is definitely something okay. to keep an eye on for their defensive line. And anything interior will always scare me right now. Um, I'm not trying to get on. Our interior of our offensive line, but still kind of. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. They've been up and down. Yeah, up and down. I think up and down is fair. Um, I, for me personally, I think it's going to be a fun matchup. I really do. Maybe I'll change my mind when we're recording on Sunday after the game, but I think it, it should be a fun battle. I, I like games that mean something in December because, like I said before, I was counting everything out in November. So uh, after the Burrow injury, we'll go ahead and go to our next question. Speaking Assess Cordell Wilson's play the last few weeks. Speaking of up and down. Speaking yeah. of up and down. He's up. He's up the past few weeks. I, I've liked what I've seen. Now, I feel like each week has had a play that made me go, oh, geez. <laughs> and Burrow takes like a big – well, Browning takes a big hit because of it. But other than that, I mean, he's pretty. he's been pretty good, pretty strong. He's had – I thought Cam Hayward, that's a tough matchup, and he did a pretty solid job in that one. This past week, not the not the toughest matchup in the world, but he took he did a good job in that game. One big quarterback hit, but other than that, I thought he was pretty clean. Um, he had a couple good run blocks in there too that were really helping. The first play of the game, he drives a linebacker like five yards out of the out of the play to open something up for Mixon. So yeah, I think he's been good the past couple of weeks. Now he needs to probably sustain the success. And then even if he does, the Bengals could still be interested in an interior guy. And that would be the guy I'm assuming you would look at replacing. But I also think that he, he keeps it up. I feel like then you don't feel like it's so much of a need. You might look at it more of like, a, ah, we could upgrade there or we could find a guy with some athleticism, some juice to put in there. But 
And maybe you sit that guy on the bench for a year. Maybe it's a second, third round pick. You just go like, you're going to sit this year. And then when Karras leaves, we have a center error, kind of like the Eagles did with Cam Jurgens when they drafted him, although Jason Kelsey hasn't left yet. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, I think you you still look in this offseason, but it doesn't hurt. You know, he's going to be on the roster. We'll see what happens as far as depth, or maybe he's the starter again. I want Cordell Wilson to succeed. Um, when you look at offensive linemen, they can get pretty expensive. So I would like one of them to hit as a, well, a, a draft pick to hit. They don't really do a other great job drafting offensive linemen, even though Jonah's been serviceable this year. How are you feeling about that? I think that? Jonah's been the, the, Jonah has a case of the best offensive lineman this year, I think. So how are you feeling right now about the situation? And I know there was an offensive line uh, contract extension right now, or that was out today for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, Austin Jackson. I think that that's probably a similar deal. Like, I think Jonah's solid. I don't know. Like, I don't think he's amazing. I don't think he's terrible. I fought all last year, uh, last offseason, basically saying, like, I think Jonah yeah. Williams is a solid starter. I still think that. I don't think he has massively outplayed that label. But he also has played up to that label, which I don't think he did last year. But there's some injury stuff and whatever last year. Um, yeah, I, I think he's solid. I think those guys cost some money. You look at that Austin Jackson deal, $12 million per year. And if Jonah is pushing for money, Mike McGlinchey probably got, I think, like $18 million a year last year. Mm-hmm. So like that's your solid right tackle number. And he might be looking at asking for more money than that because he's like, I'm versatile. I got the left and right. You saw it. I can be a solid starter on the left and right side. And he might not be that happy with the Bengals in the first place because he was very upset when they replaced him without telling him with Orlando Brown and then made him fight for his job at right tackle with Jackson Carmen, which didn't last long, but it was a thing. So I think Jonas been solid. I, I'd, I'd like to have him back, but I also don't think I would mortgage – or I don't think I would let T or somebody like that go to keep Jonah, but I do. I would make an effort to keep him. I think he's been a solid starter. I think like, we're just talking about Volson. I mean, I think he's been better than Volson. Oh, one hundred percent. I think he's been better than Karras. Honestly, you could talk about the injury with Brown, but I think he's been better than Brown this year. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I do think the Bengals will offer something to him before. Sure. You know, I, I I think they'll do it. I mean, I, I if he finishes out the rest of the season, I agree with you. Um, probably one of the best, if not the best, offensive lineman so far this season. It's been really cool to see him. I I root for Jonah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like I root for Joe Mixon because there was so much uh, talk this off season about Joe Mixon, Jonah Jonah Williams, and I just wanted both of them to do well because if both of them were doing well, that meant my team. It was, was so clear to me that they're both going to be starting week one, but I guess it wasn't clear to everybody. You know, it'd be crazy. Is we had all of that discussion last offseason, not us. Well, we were pretty much just like, go, Joe, go, go, Jonah. We were wanting them to succeed. Um, but there was so much discussion about it that wouldn't it be crazy if both there? Well, we already said we feel Joe Mixon's back in 2024. If Jonah Williams is back in 2024 and all yeah. of that for two years, we've all been talking about it. If we all remember the summer of 2023 when it was just an absolute mess of, you know, who's coming back and who's the not fun civil war. 